0: Welcome to RANDcast number two. Uh, We begin uh, our tour in Reno, Nevada, a city that I've been performing in for quite some time. Uh, Originally at the Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club. And uh, for those of you who've not been there, it's, it's well worth a visit because it's kind of the blue collar uh version of las vegas nevada and just up the hill is one of the most stunningly beautiful places in the united states lake tahoe uh it's well worth your time and a visit there and it's a very comfortable place to lose your money uh don't go there in the winter. There might be a snowstorm. And if you want to get there from California and you're driving or you're going uh, to Nevada that way, or you're coming from Nevada to California uh, and there's a snowstorm, let me just say you're fucked, okay? You are truly fucked. I've done it uh, both ways, and it is not fun, and it is frightening, and it is one of those things that uh, better, to go, uh, better to go in the spring. The summer, maybe, or even the fall. Uh, then uh, it was on to San Francisco. And there's a reason people leave their hearts there. And it's pretty simple. All you got to do is uh, take a good look around. And uh, what what you see uh, is kind of overwhelming. And it's, uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, I spent a month there. And every day I'd wake up and look out uh, over the bay and uh, and at that beautiful bridge. And I would think to myself, my God, there is nothing that I will do today uh, that is any better or matters any more or will make any bit of a difference uh, than what I am seeing right now. And finally, uh, we went on to uh, Santa Rosa, California, wine country. Uh, Sonoma, uh, really excellent wines there. Uh, Tommy Smothers, uh, and his brother Dickie actually have a, uh, a vineyard up there and produce wines. And one of the great joys I've had of performing in, uh, Santa Rosa and my really, one of the great memories was, um, to perform on stage with, uh, with Tommy Smothers. Uh, also that theater is truly uh, one of the greatest comedy venues in the United States. Uh, George Carlin, uh, no less, um, uh, really would back me up on that. If, if for reasons that escape me, the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada, We're at the Grand Sierra Resort and Casino, where uh, I've been uh, actually been able to—we uh, got, got in last night. So uh, the next time you come back here, you'll see. You'll see. God, how did they? How are they able to build that new wing? And if you can think back and go, "Thank, thank God, Lewis was here." Uh, no, it's. Uh, we're pleased to be back here, and uh, it's always nice to be back in Reno. We've I've spent a number of years here. It was uh, one of the it's uh, it's it's when I first came here. There was really fucking it was fucking there was fucking nothing. <laughs> there was twelve casinos or whatever casinos, and then people just walking around going, uh, "I don't know why I'm here." <laughs> and now. Now it's kind of... It started to really fucking blossom and and it's taking a life on its own and and you fuckers have a great little fucking basketball team. Yeah. For those of you who are going to be doing your little pool shit... At the end of the, you know, for the March Madness, you fucking, it's going to say Nevada, and you fucking write them in somewhere, idiots. I'm just telling you. Unless, of course, what happened in New Mexico becomes like a regular occurrence. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just fucking saying. I watched that game. I got it. Look, don't don't fuck with me on this. Okay? No. I am just saying. God damn it. I know one lost, but, you know, you should have... Your East Coast press was staggering. You fucking had press on the East Coast. You were like, they are going... They, they literally had you going without a defeat. And so when you lost to New Mexico, it literally, there were writers on the East Coast who were, like, weeping. So, you know, but, but I was kind of... I was stunned. And, uh, and I shouldn't have bet on the game. <laughs> Let's get to it, this is from Boofer, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Greetings Lou, Boofer Jones here, you gotta love that. And in the audience tonight, I'm a a proud state of Nevada employee and fuck you club member. That's the name of my um, fan club. Please allow me to wish you a hearty local's welcome to the great state of Nevada where gambling, 24 hour alcohol consumption, prostitution, and marijuana are all legal. (laughs) and they still have anxiety problems. (laughs) Also, we elect deceased brothel owners slash pimps to our state legislature and don't care how they do it in the fucking Republic of California. (laughs) Finally, we just elected a governor who claims to understand the female gender and should have some say in the way the state government is run and education and healthcare should be a right, not a privilege. Yep, good luck, good luck with that. No, I'm serious. Good luck, because some people are like, oh, you can't do that. God damn it. Not health. I want to die here. God damn it. I want to spend as much money as humanly possible. Fuck this. I don't need health insurance. God damn it. I'm just going to lay down here right on the sidewalk. I'm glad you decided to give northern Nevada another shot. Well, we're not going anywhere. What do we got to do? We got to come back. I attended your show a couple of years ago up at South Lake Tahoe in the dead of winter when you fucking risked your life just to drive your second home on wheels to the South Shore. <laughs> I'm sure your accountant has covered all the bases on that one with the goddamn IRS. Taxes, shit. Why is it I always get stuck talking about taxes? I'm a devotee of consuming a whole food, plant-based diet to go with my CrossFit regime. It's fucking hard enough to figure out which of these two subjects to preach about first. Pardon me, I digress. <laughs> that was a great show where drunk or fucks in the audience would randomly yell out stupid shit like glass dildo. (laughs) That's absolutely true. People literally would yell out in the middle of my act, but which is better than a lot of the shit I heard tonight, but they would literally yell out, glass dildo! (laughs) Thus confirming my theory. Now, you'll love this. When trust fund shitbags from Orange County, California journey to Lake Tahoe because they are too fucking uppity to come to Reno... They arrive at the 6,000 elevation, remember there's less gravity at that altitude. Their brain expands against their skull, creating pockets of open space. That combined with all the unpolluted fresh air, they find themselves wide-eyed and horny to fill up the empty space. So, they do what any good, overfed, lazy-ass, milk-toast Republican would do and drink copious amounts of alcohol, snort a bunch of coke, and smoke a blunt or two. Thusly, filling up the empty space created by less gravity, with figments of their own imagination. Lou, I hope that explains the stupidity of that night. Anyway, it's a pleasure to have you and your crew in Reno, Nevada. Rock on, you old fucker. Thank you. This is from Dennis. He's here tonight. I had a stroke. My buddy can't stop coughing and his wife can't hear. So we're the perfect trio for your show. It's my target audience. This is Bill. This will give you an idea of where my audience comes from. And then how people kind of stumble into the midst of these people who've shown up. They can't even hear me. And they still like what it is. They like just looking at my lips going. So this is from Bill. So, Lewis, I drive 750 goddamn miles from Phoenix to see your fucking show. And I get to Reno to ha- only to have snow, sleet, rain, frozen streets, and ice that makes me slip, fall, and break my ass. Goddamn you, Lewis. Why in the fuck don't you perform in warm areas of the country this time of year? You sound like a smart guy, but I'm getting to wonder about your sanity. Bill. Bill, um, I got a shock for you, Bill. Um, in, in, th- in actually two weeks from uh, tomorrow, I'll, I'm performing in Phoenix. I'm really, I'm really sorry about that, Bill. <laughs> I don't know how to get the advertising out any better, Bill. Um, we had a guy with a sandwich board wandering around Phoenix. But he died, he died of heat stroke last week. Wow. Wow, Bill. Son of a bitch. And it happens all the time. It happens wherever I perform. I keep screaming about it. It's impossible. I literally will be standing in a, in a restaurant with a, a, my picture on the front cover of the local magazine, staring at the theater across the street with my name on the marquee, and the hostess who was standing there looking at me can see this and can see that will go, what are you doing here? <laughs> I don't know what you do. I don't know. So, so Bill, I hope I see you in Phoenix. Um, this is... Uh, now we got three in a row here that, that all kind of go together. Um, the, the Pam, the fight between Pelosi and Trump, grow up, protect the U.S., and build the wall. This is Victoria. I'm, every, I'm, and then this is uh, everyone mad about Trump trying to fulfill his promises, but if you all had fulfilled yours, you'd be in Canada right now. <laughs> And has anyone bothered to check whether Trump owns a fucking ladder company? (laughs) Okay, Pam, here's what's wrong. Um, I'm just going to tell you about, in terms of Reno, right now, um, uh, the wall... Uh, They're not going to be coming this month. Okay? We, um, who are completely equipped to get here, almost didn't fucking get here, Pam. Okay? I'm just saying, I'd worry more toward the spring. All right? That's when you got to start worrying. They're not people racing up that... They're they're not going to do it, Pam. I know you think it's heaven on earth. But they didn't look at the book and go, fuck, I can't wait to get to Reno. Also, here's the other problem. If either side give a shit. What, what's occurring is, is that this wall is so fucking important that we focused everything on this wall, so we're all standing here looking that way, and meanwhile, everything else that needs to be protected is wide fucking open. So... That's what you do. I don't give a fuck, but that's what you deal with first. And that they can't sit down and just do that and just make a compromise to get that shit done is beyond fucking belief. Why the TSA isn't getting a check for fucking doing what they do at this point and the Homeland Security and the rest, everybody. The Coast Guard, are you shitting me? Are you fucking... Yeah, there's nothing I like. I, God damn it, I don't Fucking unbelievable. And, uh... And so, if, and everyone is mad about Trump trying to fulfill his promises, but, the, the, if we'd fulfill, but if you'd fulfilled yours, you'd be in Canada right now. Here's the problem there, since it, th, th, that I find unacceptable. If you're not going to get, if, uh, if Trump's allowed to lie, then the other side's allowed to lie. So, <laughs> it's called, it's called Tufsky-Shitsky. <laughs> All right, I'm, as the arbiter, I'm just saying and there were only 10 people who said they were gonna go to Canada, so, and most of them, everybody didn't say we're going, okay? I don't give a fuck. You watch the same person on CNN 12 times. (laughs) And Mexico was gonna pay for the wall, so you ball game's over here, okay? Mexico's, Mexico's not paying for the wall, they're not going to Canada, ha, 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 ha. It's like a bad nursery rhyme. But I like the y'all with a Y-A-L-L. That made my day. I do. I'm not kidding. My girlfriend and I, Chris, says they're g- considering matching tattoos. Why don't you just consider suicide? <laughs> no, that's crazy. No, that's fucking crazy. Unless you really think this is it. I, once, I, got, I, I didn't marry someone and, and bought a, a house with them and got a mortgage, okay? That's the dumbest thing. Second dumbest thing, matching tattoos. <laughs> All right? Because eventually, if it don't work out, you're going to wake up, there's somebody else in bed who's going to be staring at that tattoo with like a, a fucking knife going, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> I wish you nothing but the best. I, I, if you're going to, you know, but if you're going to get matching tattoos, don't, I, 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 I don't know what... <laughs> make them really small. <laughs> Without asking you to predict the future, do you think we have any hope or sanity for the next presidential election? (laughs) No. No. And if tonight was any example, we're not even close. Um, This is Josh. My wife turns 30 today and she's freaking out. We're both in the audience. Let her know that everything will be okay and the 30s aren't bad. Are you shitting me? You wake the fuck up, honey. You got miles to go. The only thing, you, 30 is fine. It, look, you know, I don't, there's no reason to freak out at 30. Are you shitting me? You, but I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to get me faster. So enjoy your 30s, because you're going to wake up next Thursday, and you're going to be 40! And then you can fucking freak out. And if it really bothers you, remember that all a 30-year-old is two 15-year-olds standing around discussing your problem. And I'll end with this. <laughs> this is not, he's not here, but it's, a, it's well done. This is um, Landon. Dear Mr. Black, I'm more than halfway through my master's program for teaching English as a secondary language, or TESL for short. And I'm considering dropping out of college, swallowing a roll of aluminum foil soaked in a marinade of Kikamon soy sauce, rock salt, and broken glass. If one more motherfucker tells me, welcome to America. Did you live in a grass hut? Do you know how to surf, or how often do you get laid, which is L-E-I-D? <laughs> On my personal hated one, do the women in Hawaii wear coconut bras? <laughs> See, the lack of a laugh there once again shows the disbelief that this kid who's hearing this didn't you don't believe that he heard it he fucking heard it and he's saying it to you and you're going no no that's 1936 in a bad movie he just fucking told you god damn it every single fucking time someone in my college class found out that I moved to the mainland from Oahu Hawaii um, so he's moved there from Hawaii. Seriously, it's fucking ridiculous how many people don't realize Hawaii's a part of the u s. Maybe I should have been a geography teacher, but fucking Christ, I don't hate myself that much. Because I'm positive I would eat a bullet casserole before nine thirty am. Apologies for the grammar, but fuck, fuck, fuck it, he fuck, fuck, fuck stick. It's been a pleasure, Reno. Thank you very much. Thank you and enjoy spending time with you. Take care of each other. Good night.
1: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find
0: We are coming to you live from the Masonic Temple right here in beautiful San Francisco. San Francisco is literally, uh, to my way of thinking, the the fifty-first state. Um, it is uh, the this is the future, um, and so you, you, you and it is and. Um, if, for all, the, for all that's good about the future and for all that is going to really upset a lot of you. <laughs> and it is. It's always been ahead of the curve. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no discussion of that. I know for a fact that um, one of the... the, the, the this is a hell of a way to put it, but one of the breaks that I had, um, in a sense, in terms of being able to, to get away from New York after 9-11... Uh, the first place that I performed, literally, uh, was b- 9/11 took place on a, I think a, a Monday, and um, and I was here at uh, at Cobb's performing on Thursday. And, uh, and of all and of all the places that I could have gone to, uh, this is the place that uh, I felt the most comfortable coming to. Um, because I felt that, uh... And, uh, and I don't know, um, my friend, uh, one of the, one of the, the great things about, uh, playing Cobbs, you've got two really great comedy clubs, uh, there's Cobbs here that I played, and I played the Punchline for, for a number of years, and I, I grew as a comic because of it, and I, I met people like, uh, W. Kamal Bell, who was actually there the night that I performed and um he uh, apparently I just went on stage and talked for 45 minutes and uh, I don't really know what I said but he said it was really pretty good <laughs> but it was really but this was a place where I could feel comfortable being able to, to say what was on my mind and there're not a lot of places in this country where you can be comfortable saying what's on your mind and uh, and I've always thanked you for that um Which, uh, I had uh, one of the f- one, uh, one, uh, one of the plays when I was a playwright was done here at one of your really fine theaters. You've got some terrific theater here. You have the Berkeley Rep, which is terrific. <laughs> have, um, my play, my play wasn't done there, uh, but you have another one that uh, was done uh, at the Magic Theater and uh, down, which is in Fort Mason. Is it still there? Yeah. yeah and that was actually the theater that I that was one of the first times, the many times that I was fooled into thinking I would end up being a playwright you fuckers because I thought, fuck it was the place that had produced Sam Shepard a lot of Sam Shepard was produced there, and I thought fuck, and then they picked me, fuck this is really going to work out (laughs) and and it was here that uh, you've got one of my Favorite comics and uh, who I've worked with. Somebody asked about of, of, about him in uh, in the questions that you sent in. and Will Durst, who's um, uh, who I've had the pleasure of working with and is a friend. And uh, I don't get to see him enough. And uh, you're lucky that he's a member of your community. He's, he's great. So we're just going to roll through these. This is this will give you folks at home. A, uh, if you've never been here, just f- fucking do it. You owe yourself. If you say, uh, "Look, you, you know, you, you know, you, I don't want to leave. You know, you don't want it. You can't afford to leave the country. Well, you can. You can fucking. You don't have to. This is about as close as you can get. <laughs> just do it. You will look around and say, "What the fuck is going on here?" This is from Jill, she's in the audience. Uh, Bagels and pizza on the west coast suck. Well, that's what happens when you live in the future, asshole. The future forgot how to make bagels and pizza. In New York, which is stuck way, way, way in the past, we know how to make bagels and pizza, but you left. You left and that's what you gave up. You gave up the bagels and pizza to live in the future. It's a fucking not-a-bad exchange, asshole. <laughs> this is from PM. This is one of the things I really enjoy. Is when it, We get about one out of every three shows. People have a little too much time in the audience because it takes us... To, we're waiting for people to get in, and that we, it's not our choices when we start. It's the venue's choice, so shut up. <laughs> And, uh, so people have way too much time to look at each other, and even though they're here to see John and I, um, they end up looking at each other, and they, and they, even though they're here to see the same people, they start to not like the, the other people who are around them. And so this is from someone here tonight who said to the lady who keeps flicking her hair all over everyone in her vicinity, fucking stop, it's so gross. This is from Joe. San Francisco can't handle an inch of rain. It rained all week and the city was completely paralyzed. They literally shut down a BART station. (laughs) Well, Joe, everywhere, just so you know, even, even in the past, they can't handle an inch of rain. Every city I go to, it rains or it snows. Like there are places where they always go. Fuck man, right here in Minnesota, I, I was in Minnesota. It was snowing like crazy there, a couple of times, and we were doing this thing, and you go, and they're like, yeah, and they're always like, oh, goddamn it, I got a car and I can drive through all this shit, and then, but then you get like 20 of these speed fucking assholes. Nobody knows how to drive in this shit. <laughs> this is from Dave. I didn't really need to know this, Dave. We've had two earthquakes in the last week. Is that true? Yeah. Well, um, we're going to cut the show short this evening. <laughs> well, I didn't need to know that. I didn't need to know that, Dave. <laughs> Dave said he just bought his house last year. I regret this decision. Well... That's a lot of trauma when you live on the edge of the future. That's the way it is. When you're going from an industrial age to a technological age, and you're really right in the middle of that age, and there's nothing down here, you're going to find that out, Dave. You may want to talk to the woman who's left behind the bagels and the pizza. Maybe you can all get together. And in a in a city that seems to be, I mean, I was walking around just just in this neighborhood. This neighborhood is fucking. That church there is just fucking magnificent. There's just magnificent buildings all around here. There's an architecture that is extraordinary. And uh, but then you get something from Christina, and it's you know, who says the goddamn banana peels, fecal matter, and syringes all over the city. I didn't need to know that, Christina. I come here. I love it here. I I didn't see the banana peels. (laughs) I've not slipped on one. Uh, The fecal matter, uh, now it's going to be a tough walk back to the hotel, isn't it? (laughs) This is from Linda Lamar. Uh, Trader Joe's pisses me off. They try and stuff all my groceries into one fucking bag. motherfuckers (laughs) cans on my bananas what the fuck i bring 10 fucking bags and they use one (laughs) fuck those cocksuckers (laughs) it is is it a contest to see which motherfucking employee can get the most shit in one bag it happens every week every week i'm fucking angry It's a, that laugh was from the person who owns Trader Joe's. That's, this is from Benjamin. As a Jew, I was deeply saddened when I heard, when I heard there is such a thing as a quick pickle. Which, I don't know if you got this right, Benjamin, which is the equivalent of a half sour. The half-sour pickle, I've never heard of that, Uh, Benjamin, a quick pickle. (laughs) That really sounds kind of like (laughs) a little dirty. I went out and I just had a quick pickle. (laughs) I feel like, then he gets upset. I feel like non-Jews, plagiarized and stole our idea without giving us credit. Um, I, I, there are other things to worry about, Benjamin. <laughs> I'm just glad I had a, There was a part of my family that, um, the the uh, one of my father's uh, cousins was, in, one of, close cousin was in the. Uh, appetizing, appetizer trade, and he had barrels of those half-sour pickles, and I'm I'm glad he's passed on and didn't have to hear about the quick pickle. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is from Nick. I know a guy who is competitive about everything, literally everything. He asks about how everyone did on school exams just to comment on how bad others did and how good he did. He's even competitive about allergies. <laughs> I mean, that alone is spectacular. (laughs) Let me explain. I was sneezing the other day and told him it must be allergies. He responded by laughing and say, "Ha! allergies. I don't get allergies. I'm robust. (laughs) What an absolutely ridiculous thing to say. What an annoying fucker. (laughs) And this is from Fred who said... uh, Tell me, Lewis, what would his daddy say to his uh, chubby quarter pounder eating no morals jerk off of a son who, through sheer ignorance of many of our enlightened fellow citizens, was given the keys to a Ferrari when he doesn't even know how to drive a fucking golf cart? I send this to you from my under construction bunker in the East Bay of the San Francisco area. See you at your Saturday show. That's from San Ramon Fred. And then this is followed by... From Thomas, dear electoral college president, that's what got you elected, not the majority of the American people. You want a medal for paying for the food of the Clemson football team? Well, guess what? That's what you're fucking supposed to do. By the way, asshole, Burger King, McDonald's, these are finely tuned athletes, not some snot-nosed 12-year-old from whatever the fucks will that won the Little League World Series. Jesus Christ! I guess getting hot food catered is too much to ask from you, you cheap goddamn asshole. Fuck you. <laughs> It's just everything. Just People just get set off by everything. I did see that pile of food and just think, you are out of your... To show it, why would you stand there in front of all of those burgers?
2: McDonald's is a dish that is best served cold.
0: (laughs) I leave you with this, because it's uh, from Leah. Um... I leave you with this, and I'd like to thank you all for coming out tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, always, this route is always great. We come here, and then we go to Santa Rosa tomorrow, which is another really spectacular place to perform. So we're, we're really lucky. Then we go to Bakersfield <laughs> next week. Is just to test our metal. So... Uh, this is from Leah. I've lived in the same apartment for four years, and it's been great. Until this summer when I got new neighbors. A family of four with two small children. They're demons spawn. <laughs> they never sleep. They run around the house screaming like banshees. And I hate them. I've turned into the crotchety old lady next door. And I- actually stab an inflatable ball that came over to my side <laughs> of our shared balcony, because I'll be damned if the, if the kids come knocking asking about it. What ball? She says with shredded plastic on the floor. <laughs> I am counting on the days until they move out. I was here first. Damn kids. Oh, by the way, I used to work at the happiest place on earth as a princess. (laughs) Have a magical fucking day. Have a great Sunday. Take care of each other.
2: Thank you all. Good night.
0: Coming to you live from Santa Rosa, California in the, uh, when we were at the Luther Burbank Performing Arts Center. Uh, it has is, it is gone through, uh, what was really great was I did a, I did a CD here where I just did it. I, I, I love working here so much that uh, I did something I wouldn't do in very many places, which was just to do, do the show, not edit it, and, and put it right out as a CD and I called it the the I named it after the Luther Burbank Center and um and I, I believe within 6 months uh, they changed the name of the place <laughs> I don't know how many name changes it's gone through I know I remember the Wells Fargo and then they went under federal indictment so <laughs> <laughs> they were overcharging you for your fucking mortgage or whatever. Fucking unbelievable. But uh, for those of you who, uh, this is by far, you know, uh, truly one of the one of the greatest, if not the best, uh, uh, large venue for comedy in the country. Um, <laughs> Both, both John and I feel this, and um, and uh, George Carlin, uh, who I kind of, you know, one of the reasons ended up here was kind of I followed him around, and I followed kind of places that he would perform. He he did two specials from here. Uh, Every if any comic who you really love has has chosen to work here and returns here. uh, It is just a great space, and the audience is are always kind of exceptional. So it's really, uh, so, and, and, uh, and, and Santa Rosa took a, b- a big hit with the, the fire up here. And uh, I know it's been tough. And uh, um, but um, it's well worth your, your, your time to, to come here and uh, spend time here. And if you're going to come here, take a, take a look at who's performing it, this space it, uh, that you you know and see who's there as a comic and it's it's well worth you spending time here uh, and, and and spending time wandering from vineyard to vineyard, liquoring up. I love wine, so I've always loved this place. I mean, I love wine. I love wine to the point where it, there's I think there's something perverted about it. <laughs> And, and this is always a great break for us. And I'm just gonna—I'm gonna just shamelessly advertise two places that I spend. We we really literally come here and, and get to, to to perform here, which is great. And then we spend—we get to stay at the Vintner's Inn, which is just a great space to stay. in. and then uh, and and eat at the John Ash. And it was there at the John Ash where. Uh, uh, not Sideways didn't teach me about peanut more. Those fuckers did, to the point <laughs> where I believe uh, blood was coming out of my ears. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to try this. No, you're going to have to try this. You're going to have to try this. So it was... It, well, and I love you, too. <laughs> Which is it just... Which is creepy from both of us saying it aloud. <laughs> this is... Uh, this is from Barbara. She's in the audience tonight, and she's upset about people who eat truffle fries before gathering for a public show. Oh. Well, for you to smell that, it means either you're a beagle, or they ate a tub of fucking fries. This is, this is from Ozzy, I think you pronounce it Mikhail. Mikhail. I'm not sure Mike eel, uh, but I'll say Ozzy. Uh, I remember hearing you talk about how Wells Fargo Center was one of your favorite places to perform, and you truly like Santa Rosa. I don't know if you're up to date on the political bullshit here. As. <laughs> as it is everywhere but three or four years ago, our then mentally un- unstable mayor. <laughs> John Sawyer decided he would declare a homeless emergency, saying, this, uh, saying it this way, the city could get funds to directly impact the problem and loosen restrictions on building to create more and faster housing situations. What actually happened? Nothing! Fucking nothing! <laughs> In four years, fuck. I don't know if last time you visited our community, if you were able to see our beautiful courthouse square. Trees, benches, two, you could count them, two fountains. They, the fucking city council, decided we can't, can't help the homeless. Let's, let's, you know what, let's fuck our, our town square up. <laughs> so after millions... Millions and millions of dollars, our town square looks like a fucking heliport for Trump. (laughs) Even has a giant X in the middle. (laughs) Thank you, Ozzie. This is really true. This is from Thomas. This is true throughout the entire United States, Uh, and not just uh, CVS, but um, uh, Walgreens and the... uh, Dear CVS Pharmacy, why are your receipts longer than... The fucking Constitution! (laughs) Jesus Christ, I bought only two items, and I received this? How many more California sequoias and redwoods have to be sacrificed to fill CVS's need for useless paper? God damn it. This is from Carrie. Is it appropriate to take my 13-year-old to your show? I did so, so it might be a little too late to ask. I don't I don't I really don't think it's inappropriate. You know. I'm I'm nothing compared to what that kid can find. I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like Amish to what's out there. Yeah. No, I I I've always felt that even uh is that uh I'm I'm the kind of person that is a comic that I look. I mean, I I was the one who you know we would, we I mean I I, I looked out. I, we went after I looked out, tried to find people like Carlin and Pryor and those guys. I mean, so I was always looking for somebody who was like me, and I was doing that when I was twelve and thirteen. So your kid will be fucking fine.
2: <laughs> hey Lou, uh, got a I uh, got a glass of wine for that kid back here. <laughs>
0: We're gonna charge him. <laughs> um, this is from Bill. Bill, this is, uh, this is for the Santa Rosa show. He wrote, Lewis, I'm fucking tired of the politicians fighting over a wall and causing a government shutdown. Put my tax dollars to better use, like education. You see, our teachers teach the Constitution, apparently class our fucking president slept through. A wall... <laughs> Works so well in Germany, even that actor extraordinaire and former California governor figured it out and told Gorby to tear it down. Come on, walls don't work. All you need is an extendo ladder from Home Depot. <laughs> and I happen to know there is a Home Depot in Tijuana. <laughs> that, or buy a shovel and dig a 10-foot tunnel. Hell, Tim Robbins dug more than that to get out of Shawshank. <laughs> And holy fuck, he wanted to get into Mexico. <laughs> so scrap the $5 billion. And, Santa, and this, is, so the, this is the answer. It's from Santa Rosa that's, that Christo Christos built a fence, <laughs> a running fence from 1976 right here in Sonoma County. I even remember this. He even ran it into the Pacific Ocean. So it's perfect. And we don't have to pay for it. In fact, neither does Mexico. Cristo pays for it by selling his artwork to the plans for the fence. Fucking brilliant. We get a fence, and rich collectors pay for it. <laughs> That's wonderful. This is from Alyssa, who uh, is, was there last night. She somebody this, in terms of teachers, teachers having to deliver pizza to pay rent. Like, what the fuck? Shouldn't teaching our children be valued enough to merit a salary that can pay rent? This is what I... Why is my 22-year-old being paid over 100K to do entry-level software engineering bullshit, and I will never see that salary for all of my decades of teaching high school? Yeah, but which... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've talked about this time and again. I mean, you know, you, you know it's that thing of like, yeah, why don't we go on teaching? <laughs> you know, it takes real dedication. You know, these, you know, a teaching job is not like, you're not hiring Mother Teresa, you fuck nuts. You have to, if you really want to compete and get people who you, you really want to help, you have to fucking pay them. And you have to pay them at least something that allows them to be in the middle class. Now, you have a 22 year old who's being paid uh, 100k. Did you did you help that kid get through school? Because I'd fucking fuck him, tie him to a chair, and have him pony up a little. I'd ask i for some money. What the fuck does he need it for, huh? What a, a fucking you know what a, a, a fucking burrito grande? Are you shitting me? Pizza. Pizza, pizza. (laughs) God damn it. That's just too much. What you should do is just, um, I mean it. Have him, have that little fuck call me. This is is a horrible one, but I'm going to read it anyway. This is from my because I didn't know the the about how the how the Bart is. Sorry if I, I sent this twice. She did, and I'm sorry too, because I read it twice. Which you give because I hadn't taken my Pravagen. <laughs> I'm a Bay Area native, and this is my rant. Fuck Bart, not the company itself. Just the shit I have to deal with every time I fucking take it. Every day I commute from Dublin town Station to Montgomery Station, and every day I feel I acquired a new fucking incurable disease <laughs> that I can't see or feel on one day uh, and, uh, uh, that I can't see and, uh, and, and, or feel, and one day I'll just ke- keel over from it That, however, isn't what I hate most about Bart. What I hate most is after 9 p.m., it's as if I have to prepare myself for the craziest shit I will ever see and deal with till the next time I'm stuck late at work. Houdini wasn't kidding about freaks come out at night. From a random dude putting a stockpile of Reese's candies on a seat. I wish I... John and I love Reese's Kitchen. That sounds delicious. Doesn't it? We would, yeah, we would have attacked him and grabbed his things. and gotten off at of the next station. <laughs> to, to people whipping out their random dicks. We don't like that. Showing off their asses and people shooting up. So far my top is a man with vomit on his lips, wow, wow, walking through the Bart car during commute half naked with his dick out, falling towards me with the look of almost throwing up in my face. Wow, yeah, wow, yeah. and this is heaven out here. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't. I hope one day the city does something to help these people. That way, it's a cleaner part, and that way, I don't feel uh, years to drop off my lifespan each time I take part. <laughs> and this is, this is from two uh, from, uh, from Karen and Tracy, who I, I met in uh, Nap, and I'm going to end with this because um, this is really just kind of nails something I think a number of you feel. What the fuck happened to good old small town Sonoma County? I've grown up here, and the haves need to f- fuck the fucking fuck off. It used to be a really hometowny place, but I was walking down the street the other day in Healdsburg, and some yuppie couple said, Oh, the Merlot pairing with that wild boar sausage was exquisite. Take your fucking boar sausage and ram it up your snout! (laughs) It's become as idiotic as back in the 80s with that stupid fucking grape Boupon commercial. (laughs) Remember the couple in their bullshit town car with the jar in the back window? Are you fucking kidding me? And the worst part was... There was a couple at the advanced micro-devices where I worked who would actually drive around in their stupid car with a jar in the back window. No wonder our country has gone to shit. Please, Lewis, save us from this fucking madness. You're our only source of sanity. All I can say to that is good fucking luck. It's been a pleasure being back in Santa Rosa. We're coming to you next week, Thursday, in Bakersfield. Friday in Riverside, Saturday in Los Angeles, send us your rants. Thank you. Thanks to all the folks here at the Luca Burbank. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rant cast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy. Or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters, and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, haha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkind. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.